Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I press record, we're on. This is exciting, isn't it? Love all that. Should we get going? Yeah, hit, hit the, hit the. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. I'm nipologist Danny Beard. And I'm gynecologist Billy Andrew. And on this week's show, we chat about unsolicited dick pics. We also discuss Drag Race UK versus the world. And we've got a letter from a new baby queen. Mama, I love ya. Hello, Danny Beard. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, DJ Billy Andrew. Um, this is a bit of an unusual day today because it is Monday and this episode is going out today. Yeah, so yeah. everyone's at home like, where's the fucking show at? Where's the fucking show at? Well, while you're thinking that, we're sat here recording it like a pair <laughs> of fucking lemons. Uh, yes, uh, because I have been a busy, busy bitch this weekend. I'm going to talk all about it in the catch-up. However, first of all, I want to know, it was Valentine's Day now. Yeah. Did, uh, did you and uh, your... Your lovely fiance. Mm-hmm. Did you do out nice? Did you do it on? Babe, we're ten years in, right? <laughs> ten years into Valentine's Day. Okay, I, I'll be honest. Joe got me a card. I ordered him a card. Mm-hmm. I didn't press the final button on. What is it? Moonpig. Moonpig.com. Right, yes. I ordered a really nice one. Put a picture of us on it and everything, and then. <laughs> The Apple Pay just didn't work. So I was like, where's that Declined. fucking card? And I went on on like the Sunday evening and it was like, you didn't complete your purchase. Right, it was still sat there in the in, in your shopping basket. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to tell him I love him. I do every day anyway. Right. Fucking consume a fucking day. <laughs> did you did you do a handwritten card, piece of paper? I used to make them for my mum at school. Do you remember? Aww. Do you remember when you used to do like a Valentine's Day at school and you had a card? Did your mum used to get you a card every Valentine's Day? Mine did. No, I don't she think she did. She only stopped a couple of years ago. Really? She used to post them from question mark, question mark. <laughs> like, mum, it's your handwriting. She's like, ooh, you've got a Valentine. Oh my God. I was like, God. yeah, it's my mum. <laughs> Fucking Norman Bates in the making, do you know what I mean? Uh, um, we didn't really do nothing special. To be fair, Joe did cook me the biggest steak you've seen. I've seen on Instagram, yeah. It and he has these meteor stick, meteor stick, meters Thermometers. Yeah, you stick it in and it's all fandangle wangled and it's connected to an app and it tells you how to perfectly cook different bits of meat. To be fair, I have never had a better cooked piece of meat than when Joe cooked steak for me, you live. Um... 
and himself. And, and the briskets he does, he all used, of them. He used those thermometers and it was melting the mouth like butter. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah, and it measures the ambient temperature of the... This is not an ad, by the way, but if Mito <laughs> wanted to sponsor this podcast, it would help because they were about fucking how much were they? We got them as a group present, remember? Yeah, we all chipped in fucking like, I don't know. 30 quid yeah. to about 500 quid, these thermometers. <laughs> but they do cook the best meat you've ever had. Better than restaurants. It was better than restaurants. You know, I I um I went to a restaurant while I was in London and I said, you know what, this is good meat, but Joe's was better. I said that. Yeah. I, said, I didn't say that. I, I, I don't need to tell me. I know, darling. My <laughs> man feeds me his meat every Ooh. week. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really shady. I'm, not, I'm still getting used to these fucking buttons. You yeah, know. no, you know, yeah, 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 you are. <laughs> right. So, okay. So you had, it's your first Valentine's Day with Morgan, which they're always the biggest. Listen, 10 years down the line, if you're still together, you'll be lucky to get fucking jizzed on. I think it was a second technically, but... Um, really? Yeah, I think it is a second year because we were together last Valentine's Day. We've oh, been right. together nearly two years. No. Two years, yeah. That would mean you got together in lockdown when we couldn't see each other, wouldn't it? Oh, sorry, Boris weren't the only one who brought the rules, darling. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we did get to never like that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. I'm not throwing you under the bus. Sorry, let me get comfy. The dog oh, always right. takes over. Move over, as he is. Do you know, she's a tiny dog, but she takes up a lot of room. Yeah, and if she, if you're in a way, she does like a little rabbit kick, like... Right, yeah. Like, move, bitch, get out of the way. <laughs> yes. Oh, bloody hell. So I went to London, right? Yeah. Um, we're getting the train down there, and but, do you know what? We decided to go an extra day because Hurricane Katrina hit the UK this week. Yeah, and you were like storm chasers. Everyone was trying to get out <laughs> of London, and you two were like, "We're going early. Yeah. We're on the fucking. You're on the fucking Virgin Pendolino, heading straight for the eye of the storm." Honestly, yeah, we were like, "Just we so were... you didn't miss six the musical." <laughs> How fucking gay do you want to get? Literally, that was us. We went down a day early, so I was like, "We're not going to get down tomorrow. They're going to." Right, there's going to be trees on the tracks. Yeah. And I don't want to be driving in... in Treacherous my... roads. <laughs> Absolutely not, no. <laughs> I don't want to be doing that. So we went down the day early. I got that Seat Frog app so you can get like... Um, Frog, isn't an upgrade. It? It, what's it? A Seat Frog, it's yeah. called. So you can upgrade your seats. Anyway, I was like the highest bidder and it was counting down from like Your one ass minute. goes, done it. On the way down there, somebody outbid me within two seconds. I was fuming. I nearly like threw my phone at the floor. I was that angry. I was like, oh, there's nothing worse. I know it was horrible. But anyway. Can I just ask though, how much were you bidding? I don't go over 15 quid for me upgrade, me. The starting price now is £35. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bid £36. Someone bid £39. Bastard. Bastards. Anyway, they got it on the way down. Um, was it weekday as well? <laughs> It was Thursday night, oh, so it you'd was have got yeah, dinner yeah, and I hell, you should have bid forty five. <laughs> I know. Net, I did that on the way back and I won. Right. So I learned I learned my lesson. Right. <laughs> and they are better seats. I'm sorry. They're gorgeous. The even reclined. Is better. Yeah, the even reclined. It was it was the best train journey home. But the train journey down there, it was packed. They were like, sorry, we can't open the shop on the way down because it was that packed. People had to be crammed in like sardines. Because I think everybody, we heard like people in other seats who were like, oh no, we're coming down tonight. We probably won't get down tomorrow. So I think everybody had the same idea as us. We, like, you're probably not going to get down Friday. You're going to have to go Thursday night. Oh, great. Sounds like COVID carriage. It was horrible, right? Um, and we were starving. So we thought, do you know what? There's a shop on there. We'll get yeah, sandwiches. We'll, we'll get, get a drinks. BLT. Couldn't shop or shut the whole way. I, I was sat there. I had hunger pains. It was horrible. <laughs> was horrible. Did you get straight to Burger King when you got off? As soon as we got off at Euston, we went straight to... where Leon. we go? No, we went straight to M&S. Oh. Straight to M&S. 
got loads of little bits and sat there like had a little <laughs> sat there like two grannies with a bit of fucking yeah. do you know I got we went this is so such a bore it probably could be cut from the show we went on a little dog walk the other day and I nipped up to the M&S up there and got us a tuna, tuna sweet corn butties <laughs> I fucking love a tuna sweet corn butty yeah. when you open it up and you put a load of salt and vinegar crisps on there is no oh, right I've not tried that life hack life hack food <laughs> hack everybody food hack alert food hack Food hack, everybody. Get yourself a pack of salt and crisps. Get them on a tuna butty. Um, seriously, though, it's life changing. Anyway, back to what you're saying. So you had a nice night in London. We had a nice night in London. And because we were down a day early, um, we saw Dan French, who love you, who came to the London live. Gates. Yeah, so we saw the London Days, and we went to Heaven Nightclub, and I've never been to Heaven, which is owned by like GAY Jeremy Joseph. I've never been, and it's a proper club because I because like the GAY Manchester is a fucking shithole. And then we went to GAY <laughs> Bar, and it was exactly nice. the same. No, it was exactly the same as GAY in Manchester. Shithole again. They have they have uh, TVs, music videos. They don't have a DJ. They don't have anything. It's, it's not a changed. bit of a vibe. It's no. not for me. It's not for me. It's full of students, full of kids. Yeah. However, Heaven Nightclub, I walked in and I was like, oh, actually, this has got some high-tech lights. It's got a stage, good sound system. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was Were shocked. you trying to see if Adele was going to pop back? Yeah, I think it was ran because people were expecting like celebrities there. And I saw Porn Idol. I've never seen it before except in Manchester. And I didn't like it in Manchester because I felt like we were cheering on people who'd like lost the way and they were off the tits on drugs. And Who? it was like... In, in Manchester? In Manchester, when I'd seen Porn Idol before, I knew the people and... Was it a bit like a vulnerable city? Vulnerable and they'd been up for like four days and I knew they'd been at a chill out and then they'd come to Porn Idol to try and win 200 quid to get another bag of MCAT. It was a bit like that in Manchester. Oh, God. However, London, it was a bit more... It like, <laughs> like, I think people understood the rules. It was a bit more... I don't know. Well, there's just more people and there's a different vibe whenever they it bring it. It was a different it, vibe. When I've judged Porn Idol both in London and Manchester. Yeah. And I have to admit, in Manchester, it is a little bit of... <sighs> I don't want to judge... I don't want to... I don't want anyone listening to this to feel judged, but... but scraping the barrel. Yeah, I think it is. And uh, it just felt like a bit... I don't know. And I didn't like when Jeremy Joseph was a bit in... In Manchester, uh, one of my trans friends was doing it and because she didn't get fully naked because she didn't feel comfortable, however still wanted to partake, they were like ripping into her for it and like Ugh, it just that felt wasn't when I was judging was No, it? you weren't judging, it was um oh, Some was other it? bitch. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't like that. However, the one in London was it seemed a bit more fun. Highbrow. Yeah. It seemed nice more fun. And fannies. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, 100%. <laughs> Trim bushes and nice, neat pubes. Yeah, so that was dead enjoyable. However, the highlight was Six the Musical. Um, I can't rant and rave enough about it. Please go see it. It's absolutely incredible. Can I just reverse though, something I know you've forgotten to say? Oh, go on. Was your drunk voice note to me from heaven. Oh, right. Going, oh my God, guess who's on the next table? <laughs> Yeah, I did forget that. So we were in, we were in heaven and Sam Smith walks in can't believe it do you think they were trying to be like right adele was there last thursday i'm gonna go this thursday and did you think they thought it might go a bit viral and like no one cared uh, to be fair there was two straight girls who kept coming over to us and was like oh my god sam smith's over there sam smith's over there and they were trying to like like slut drop in front of sam and we were like oh, oh. Just, oh just give it a rest hetty do you know what i mean it's hetty hetty she want murder what are these girls this i, mean, I don't want to get onto it but <laughs> My straight allies, uh, when you're in the club, don't don't make a show. It's not a zoo. It's not a fucking yeah. theme park, darling. Like, no. Just have fun. So you went to see 
and Juliet, and you went to see Six the Musical, right? Oh, yeah. We had the tell campus me about weekend. What, tell me about what and Juliet about, because I know it's got all the Britney songs in. Is that Tim Martin, Tim Martin musical? Max Martin. Max Martin, yeah, so not we, Tim Martin. So we produced loads of songs for like Kesha, Britney, Backstreet Boys, all these like really... Was that in the show? Wake up in the morning feeling <laughs> like P. Diddy. It, it wasn't that one. It was Blow by Kesha. Don't know it. This place about to blow. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that, that was one. really bad. That was really fucking bad, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly that. Um, so the story um, is about what would happen if Juliet didn't actually kill herself, and William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. <laughs> William Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare himself is in the fucking play. Okay. Is he? Yeah. Um, Shakespeare in the house. And his wife Anne Hathaway. Um, and there's loads of references to like the current Anne Hathaway. I was going to say, isn't yeah. Anne Hathaway around today? Yeah, no. So there is like different jokes about that. And it's them writing the play as as the change the ending. So they're in it and then they write themselves in it. It's really funny. Right, okay. Yeah, it's cool. And, and the what Britney songs are in it? There's... Oh, baby, baby. How oh, is oh, I sing that the There's also a non-binary character in it. What? That's my take of it. They don't ever explicitly oh. say they are non-binary and they also never explicitly say they're trans, but they, they do say that... They also say, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. However, it is a male who... Um, wow. Plays the part and... They, and yeah, male the, presenting. Male presenting, yes, I should say. Um, but... Um, and it's it's Juliet's best friend, and they say, I don't see you as a boy or a girl, and they're like, I'm not a boy or a girl. So they... Oh, okay, so they kind of do explicitly say that. Yeah, but they don't say the word non-binary. Right. But that's it might what be I a bit much it. for the hetty audience, because you know what <laughs> yeah. they're all like when they read the fucking sun yeah. and all them rags, and they all start having opinions on people that they don't know. <laughs> they do, yes. Well, let's not go there, but it sounds like you had a nice time. Amazing Were your hotel time. nice, so by the way? I never asked you, was the hotel nice? Oh, my God. No. Was it rough? Let me tell you. Right, so... I hate a shit hotel. It really puts me in a bad mood. It wasn't the fact it was shit. It's the fact it was. We walked in and it was like one of them rooms where you got to lift your bed up to go for... To go for a piss. No. It was tiny. It was like so compact. It was smaller than your sofa. <laughs> what? I've stayed in one of them in Glasgow when I was on tour. Yeah. And the room had like all fucking flashing LED lights and you can make it green, purple, blue. Right. And I thought I'd rather you save the money on the fucking disco lights. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't have to fucking fold the bed into the wardrobe and turn the fucking wardrobe into the ironing board. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> it was exactly that. Go, go yeah. gadget hotel room. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Your toilet turned into kettle. Yeah, like not for me. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, well, well, it's about the time you spent. Did you have some nice dinners? Yes, we went to the Ivy. Um, Ooh, was it nice? Yeah. Or was it a bit... Uh... No, it was gorgeous. My dad dropped me a voucher for there. So, um, yeah, so we went to the Ivy. We went to this Did you have place. to pre-book the Ivy? Yeah, it was rammed. Like, people yeah. sat at the bar eating lobster. I thought, this is uncouth. Yeah. <laughs> and all you know all the celebs were upstairs in the special posh bit that no one's allowed in? Yeah, because there was an upstairs bit and yeah. we weren't allowed up there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I'll that. Take <laughs> Camp. Oh, how funny. But yeah, I think that's all I've got to say, really. That's it. That's it. Nothing more. Move on. The Gossip Case. So, my love, something that caught my eye this week in uh, just the newspapers, you know, the rag mags. And <laughs> the what? The rag mags. The rag. Oh, is it called the rag mags? <laughs> <laughs> No, I know lab ma- Yeah, well, look, it depends what ones they are. Some are rags. I call them rags, like the sun. sun yeah, I've said that twice. Can you bleep that for me from now on? Because I don't want, I don't want them in the show. They're yeah. assholes. Yeah, I will try. Um, don't buy the sun. 
Um, don't buy the sun! Ooh, bro, that was <laughs> come loud. On, come on. So, cyber flashing. Um, Love it. Or sending unsolicited dick pics to now face you two years in jail. Not so, if you do it to me, it doesn't. So, currently there is no such <laughs> law which addresses cyber flashing in England and Wales, despite the act being made illegal in Scotland around 12 years ago. What, cyber flashing is illegal in Scotland? Scotland, you can't flash your cock. On your Snapchats or your socials without potentially getting two years in jail. Now, it's unsolicited, so it's non-consensual. Well, I was so, just going to say. Yeah, so it's a non-consensual. So it's like you walking your dog in the park and somebody flashing you. It's like it's like that sort of level. It would tingle me that. But personally, I don't think... I'm, I'm filth, so I wouldn't mind. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> it's wrong and you shouldn't do it. And the main thing is it happens to women all the time. This is what I mean. I think, I think this is more like... I'm, I'm not speaking for everyone here, so please don't come for me. However, majority of the gay men that I know like to send and receive unsolicited penis pictures. Now, if they don't, I, I don't know of one as of yet, but I'm sure there is some out there. <laughs> you are going to get hate mail this yeah. week. No, but I'm sure there is people out there who don't, so I'm glad this law is in place. However, if you send me your penis picture, I will not be going to the popo about me, it. Me neither, darling. <laughs> I'll be Unless sending... <laughs> it looks like a little tiny mushroom, then I, might, then I might dub you in for the audacity of sending me something that I do not want to fuck with. <laughs> but I will be sending a little kissy face back, so don't worry. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie. We shouldn't we shouldn't really make too much light of this because I know we're just joking. But yeah. I know quite a few of my female friends where they're on Tinder and mm-hmm. people just do it. And it, it's not nice because obviously there is already a power dynamic in the world. Right, yeah. You know, um, it, women feel unsafe as it is. They don't want men to do that to them. No. Right? And I, we're joking. Yeah. But- but I, you've got to put yourself in other people's positions. And I think we need we do need tighter laws around the whole online thing. I only just watched the Tinder Swindler last night. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. That was nuts, that Tinder Swindler. These apps need these people. It's a dangerous line. So in my opinion, I think these apps kind of need people to register with an ID. But then, you, then the Tinder Swindler had about 10 passports, didn't he? That's what I mean. So, so if people really want to fake it, they can fake it. But then I also think it's a slippery slope of do we want to be signing up on the internet with with our IDs because we're already like heading in a bit of a weird way with the government now. I don't want to sound like a mad like I know. conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer where you, everyone just gets chucked in the same yeah the same category of loony because I do think some some people have genuine concerns and like some of the things are genuine that people are going on about. Am I going on a mad tangent? Right, no, I feel like what you're trying to say is some people do need to remain anonymous online because being LGBTQ yeah. can get you in a lot of trouble with your families, can get you in and in some countries you can you can literally get killed for being LGBTQ. So sometimes if you want to express that side you may need to remain anonymous online. Yeah. However, there is dangers of that, such as trolling, such as people just being weird online. But also, if we get to a point where, like, we we would genuinely need to overthrow the government. I mean, right now. <laughs> no, but listen. No, but listen, but right now, we might not need to, like, fucking rise up. Rise up. You hear... But... I do genuinely think if we get more and more and more right wing and we get less and less right, right, it's going to be harder for that. Do you know what I mean? For that to happen, we still need a bit of freedom. Right. I sound like a nut. I know. So, so you want the freedom be- just in case one day we need to revolt. <laughs> I think we, laugh, right, okay. laugh away, but we are 
We are being stripped of our rights. <laughs> it's okay. Left, right, and centre. <laughs> you heard it There's here chips first. in the vaccines. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm being serious yeah. as well. You know, we, mm-hmm. we need. There's a balance. But these apps need to do more. Certainly for unsolicited dick pics. Certainly for harassment as well. I think all of this should come under a bit of a, a, a new thinking law that protects the users do you know what i think just while we're just kind of on this so do you know whenever you post anything covid online and it comes up and it says here are the facts exactly it it should kind of recognize that you're sending some sort of nude or the technology's there the the technology's there so then when it when you're about to receive it it should say this is potentially nude slash black do you want to accept it do you want to accept it and then you can press no and then it says that person did not accept that now you're blocked from messaging them forever Perfect. something like that 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 would be ideal the technology's there it's just do they really want to do it i don't know however the technology's there on grinder because you've got to upload a face pic and if it's not the right pic it can sense it to nude you're yeah. telling me there's someone sat there checking for dick pics on grinder that is a computer <laughs> yeah because i was trying to do it on my close friends this was many moons ago i tried to post a whole pic and you <laughs> lie you didn't you did. fucking fell just on close friends a whole pic <laughs> But that is graphic, that. It did. That's unsent- unconsensual. Because <laughs> you don't ask to be on the close friends. You were flashed a load of people that might not wanted to have been flashed. Shit, yeah. Anyway. You could have gone to prison. It didn't approve because it said, this is a nude. And I went, it was it. like, that donut is battered. <laughs> Are you sure that glazed donut is acceptable for this platform? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong button, but you got the gist. Let's move on with the show. <laughs> Stop it. That was the uh, your close friend's reaction when they saw, <laughs> when they saw you dodgy donut. <laughs> the gossip gaze. It's time. To face. The drag race. That was really <laughs> shit. Um, listen, can I just say something before we, we do this drag race section? First of all, if you're not if you're a new listener, there will yeah. be spoilers if you've not watched last week's show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the show's out on Tuesday. We're, all, we're a week behind. I don't want to talk about this season after tonight. Oh, do you not? Stressing me out. All my right. faves are going. Uh, <laughs> yes. Jimbo, well, should we just start? Let's just off? start with the, with the bad news. Yeah. Jimbo has gone and for me was a front runner for the competition. Two weeks in the top. But this is the aim of the game with these all-stars versus the world tings where it's not the judges that send them home. It's the other competitions. And did you know what? They want to get rid of the competition. They want to get rid of the good ones, but then... Kind of leaves the fans a bit hungry. I think I never want to be left hungry I ever. <laughs> I know you don't, honey, but um, I, I think then you just have to go to a Jimbo show because Jimbo no more, no more Jimbo in the show. Jimbo's gone, babe, yes. and it's sad. But I have to also be honest. I also burped then and got it out with the B. I don't know if you heard it, but I kind of disguised it. Don't know how well it was. Um, I've got to be honest, I'm not the biggest Jimbo fan, but she was the best. There's something I can't connect with with Jimbo. And I think it's because she's always performing. I know RuPaul always talks about that vulnerability. And Mm -hmm. we kind of saw it when she was really upset at the end. And she said, really good line. I'll get you and your little dog too. And the I'm talking about you, Michelle. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. funny. That was funny. I think Jimbo is a funny character uh, to have on the show. And I think the season wouldn't have been the same without her. If no, I'm I agree. Completely honest. What did you think of the challenge? So we had Bagger, Bagger Brat. 
Yeah, so Badger was a brat over the challenge. So it was a rusical. However, it was a lip sync rusical. Now, Which is weird. Do you know Do you know what? They do have a lot of lip sync rusicals when they have a lot of American girls. But when it's the British one, they just think all the Brits can sing, I think. Because we, I don't think we've had a lip sync rusical in the UK. But whenever it's over in America and like yada, 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 it is always lip sync. Like the Kardashian rusical was all lip sync. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Which was the American one. However, we had Rats the rusical and everybody had to sing live. And Which, I think it should be. I think musicals should be sung because we have all the lip sync challenges. I agree. However, musicals should be sung and of. This one was um, a lip sync, and I think oh, Bagger was a brat. She didn't want that, did she? I is Bagger Jay Goody in herself, R.I.P. But is Bad Bagger Jay Goody in herself by going back in? I don't know if that's the right terminology. Right, I see because I know mean. Jay Goody managed to turn it around again before. Obviously, um, we lost her. Yes. I was a Jay Goody fan from the start. But you when mean she going went back in? When and... she went back in, mm-hmm. to be fair, that's actually a bad analogy because obviously there was a racist thing and I'm not not equating Bagger to that. I'm just kind of trying to think of another time celebs sometimes go back into things or do stuff again. And, and they think it's going to do them wonders and actually it takes them down a peg or two. Yeah. It happened with Nadia from Big Brother as well. She went back into oh, Ultimate yeah. Big Brother and people just didn't like her. I don't know why. Um, people don't people like humility in the UK especially mm-hmm. and I think Bagger's jokes of I'm the famous most famous one in the world and da, 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 is funny mm-hmm. but also then when you pair it next to her not getting her own way and she kind of like throws the wobbler yeah it kind of doesn't connect and I mean no shade to Bagger she is me mate I was literally texting her the other day she was in Manchester when we were doing our live oh yeah she was gonna come and be a special guest but her show class with our show and we just couldn't arrange the 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 timings the timings yeah. so you know she is great like that whereas other queens will be like how much like Bagger would have because she's you know a sister she'd be like yeah I'll come I'll help you out and she's very like that down yeah. to her so knowing Bagger personally I know she's not a cunt but she didn't come across well, did she? She didn't come across well as all, at all. My mum was messaging me and being like, get Badger out. <gasps> wow. Yeah, true. Did she, she make a happy. sign and march, march around the garden on her own? <laughs> <laughs> get Badger out. So what am I saying? Wrong one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she uh, she was not impressed with Badger. Um, however, she did, she did apologise and she did say, do you know what, actually, looking at it objectively, I am sorry, I didn't mean it to come across like that. Good. I think Bagger will do well. Bagger's got a cracking personality and we know now that part of the formula is if RuPaul really likes you, yeah. you can get away with a little bit more. You can definitely but, get away with a little bit more. But it also, like, people moan at that, but that is what drag is. It's a job where your personality is the forefront and people mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah. And, you know, there is other elements to it, but you're an entertainer. You're there to entertain people and Bagger is entertaining agreed and look who we're speaking most about in the episode badger so lover or hater i was gonna say you want a data but it just didn't make sense so I'll yeah. just shut up um can we talk about uh janie jk doing meryl streep she was fab she looked like her she was fab she was so good weren't she yeah yeah she was and i best. actually thought bagger was quite good in her role that she didn't want to do as well she the was spray role i agree yeah she was good uh, I always think that when they give them the outfits, like, they're never as good, are they? No. Is that a bit shady on the show? No, I, I, uh, no, I just think that's how it is. I'm just worried about the format with this. I, I like the judges to send them home. I know it's a bit of a constructed reality and anything can happen. And, anything you know, can they, pull, they pull the strings behind the scenes. But we've lost. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Un, un, unpopular opinion. Lemon? Meh. 
Oh wow! That I know she's impossible. a fan favorite, and she I know is a fan favorite. Yeah, but she didn't show us the best. I agree. She didn't show us the best, but from what she's been posting on her Instagram, I really think she was there to fight and some of her outfits because she got red for filth on the Canada version um, for not having the best runways. And from her Instagram pictures, I know they might be edited or whatever, but her looks, she's been pulling them out of her ass. Can I also say, though, as well, it always annoys me a little bit when girls leave the show and all of a sudden all of their runways that they're taking pictures of are 10 times better than the show we see it on the uk one that with a few of the early outs i'm not going to name any names but <laughs> anabus did it loads uh, <laughs> what <laughs> nothing, nothing. i know it's a bit shady but it is true like you, your outfits weren't that good on the show yeah so you're telling me that's exactly how it was going to look on the show and yeah. you've not you've not had six months to make them all better for the pictures I mean, yeah. good on them for doing it. Of course, yeah. Because, you know, it's your moment. Use the moment. I would, you know, I I, I imagine I would do the same. Think, I'm going to go home and make them better if I was out first doing that kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't judge what I see on the social media. I judge what I see on the show. I agree. I don't really look at the social medias that much, except for a select few. Anyway, back to the, back to the actual yeah. show. Um, Shady ladies! <laughs> Uh, Pangina was the winner. I'm not. I am a Pangina fan, but her makeup's a bit busted, isn't it? I am a Pangina fan, <laughs> but not a vagina <laughs> fan. Pangina, yeah, she is brilliant. I love her. Really good. And do you know what? I think she had to be being a judge on one of the franchises Agreed. and then come in and doing shit. It's a bit embarrassing. Agreed. So, so I think there was a lot of pressure on her shoulders. However, she's not crumbled under that pressure yet, and I think she, week on week. Um, she's she's doing brilliantly. I agree, and I think she's like I was talking before. She's really got that humility down. Yeah, she's a professional. She's good at what she does, and she's humble with it. And she helped bagger, and people like those little things. But mm-hmm. I don't want to get too attached to these girls because n- knowing how it's going, she's Pangina. my second favorite. She'll be fucking gone tomorrow. Yeah, Panjana will be done. However, I think. Do you? Can I ask before we wrap this up? Mm-hmm. Do you think they need to shake up this format of the All Stars where the girls get rid of them? You think? Uh, just shake it up somehow so that they can only get rid of... Mind you, they can only get rid of the bottom two. They can only get rid of the bottom two. However, if you have one bad week, I suppose that's the aim of the All-Stars, though. You need to be good consistently. Constantly. Yeah, otherwise, you, you, ha- you it doesn't matter what you've done previous I, weeks. I saw Jimbo kind of go in on the judging this week on an interview and she was like you know i think it's a bit lazy like they're paid that we're the one that bring all the outfits we're the one that put all the work in we're the one that i learned wow. the lip sync and they don't even really properly judge and send home and then someone who's doing really well like me ends up going home right but then like you said it's bad week go home it's not the normal show you've already had your chance to be in the normal show exactly. i suppose you're right yeah and also you know what you're going into like that's no surprise that that is the format i'm sure every person has been told before they go in one of your other contestants could send you home. So be prepared for that. Yeah. And that's why I think, uh, because there's no cash prize, that's why I think Juju B has not even been asked on her outfits. But rumour has it that they get like quite a big sum to go in. I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously. I don't know if that's true either, but where where's she spending it? I'm sorry. But I think this <laughs> is filmed in lockdown and she probably saw it as a wage. Do you know Maybe. what I mean? When Maybe. they're not earning money, right? Well, it's... Right. 10, 15 grand, whatever it is, that's better than not yeah. earning any money. And, you know, funds, just because they've been on the telly doesn't mean they're all of a sudden all rich and got loads of fucking money. Yeah. So, but, ugh, I umbies. Crazy, but <laughs> crazy. I, I don't want to be rude. I, I I think we should phase out talking about this this one. <laughs> no offence, Ru. The Gossip Gaze. 
well, 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 it's that time of the night slash day slash morning slash whatever relates to you listening right now um, where we tell people how to live. Oh, that was oh, the wrong button. Was the wrong button? Shaky's uh, button. Yeah, I know. Do you live. know what? So... People, you can get in contact with us on our <laughs> social medias. It's at Gossip Days on all social media. Oh, it's at Gossip Days Pod, sorry, on all social media. And then you can email us if you want as well. It's gossipdayspod at gmail.com. That again. <laughs> that again is Gossip Days. Sorry. Gossip Days Pod at gmail.com. So, I'm scared that if we keep using like that. Miss Fatty, that they're going to like um, some no. sort of like Sony are going to like. No. I've not used more than 30 seconds, darling. I think even if you use more than like 10 seconds, I don't know. Imagine We're going like, to be taken off air. We'll be taken off air. They'll take these episodes down. No. Well, let's hope not. Like that. You know what? Do you think Sony's listening to us? Do you think Simon Cowell's got time to sit in and listen to the gossip years? It's now a computer that does it. A computer sifts through audio all over the internet and when it finds any copyright, it notifies Sony and Sony sends you a cease and desist. No, yeah, I'd hap- love a cease and desist from Sony. It, it's happened on another podcast I listened to, and they've, no. had to and, and they've had to take their YouTube videos down, yeah, from like 2014. So it's not what somebody podcast? listening. It's this might get weird podcast and the two girls on there. They annoy me though. Oh no, the fab. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a good impression. <laughs> that was a good impression. That's people, how they sound. People might say that about us. Anyway. Yeah, but that's fine. They can We're not here to be liked by everybody. I don't like everybody. And everybody definitely don't like you. Well, exactly. Especially <laughs> Cruise 101 staff. I'm <laughs> 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 joking. So, I love Cruise 101, by the way. So, this is from... Is it on the emails? Classicdayspod yeah, at gmail.com. Classicdayspod yes. at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, from Adam. Hi Adam. Hi Adam. Hello, hello, hello. Before I start, I want you both to know you are so funny and informative and I love Mondays. I can't wait for each week to hear what you have to say. Such good representation for our community. Big kisses. That's nice, Adam. Thank you very much. Cheers, ads. (laughs) Anyway, I'm a young ish in brackets I'm a young ish queen who has done some guest spots here in Lincoln at my local at my local bar in drag. Every time I do it, um, so many people compliment me and tell me I should be regular. But... (laughs) You're trying to get that burp out with a bees in there, darling. Babe. (laughs) Minging bitch. Get the burp on the beat and make it juicy. Get the burp on the beat and make it juicy. Um, Get the burp on the beat and make it juicy. Get the burp on the beat and make it so juicy. It's going to be a song. I'm going to release it. Do you know what? Side note. Burp on the beat. Bear on the Beat by Danny B. <laughs> so you think that could be good? Get the burp on the beat and make it juicy. Someone produced that for me. Um, do you know what's been in my head all week? What? My pussy is a peach. My pussy is a peach. By Tr- uh, Theresa May. Love her. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Adam. Back to your story. Yeah, to, you, to, you, to you query and your question. 
And you're like, at my local gay bar in drag. So this is Adam. He's done a few guest spots at local gay bar. Um, and every time I do it, I get so many compliments and people tell me I should be regular. But it's really hard to go full time here as the queens that work here have worked here for years. Lately, I've been really hating my day job too, as I work from home and I'm on the phone all day talking shit with shitty people. <laughs> so my question is, what would your advice be to someone who really wants to start drag full time? And make that leap. I suppose my biggest worry is not making enough money. Any and all advice would be really appreciated. Big kisses, Adam. Big kisses. He likes big kisses. Big kisses. Oh, the dog's looking at you. She thinks she wants to kiss her. Big kisses. Um, okay, recap. Adam's done some spots. Everyone tells you you're great. Yeah. And you want to make the leap full-time drag. Scary stuff. Now, this is a like like when I... The only thing I can relate this to is going self-employed as a DJ, which is kind of similar. Just different roles, still entertainment, same venue. Um, (laughs) It is scary to do. Now, what I did was, this is just my personal experience, I looked at my finances and was like, right, I need to make this amount of money a month, otherwise I'll be on my ass. Luckily, I lived with with my mum at the time, so rent wasn't a massive issue. However, I did have to make enough to run my car. So I got a little (laughs) part-time job. Wow. Oh, I'm joking. (laughs) So I had to. Uh, I got a little part-time job in a little cocktail bar. Oh, yeah. I did two days a week. That Um, covered your bills, basically. Basically, that covered my bills for the month, those two days. And you know what? It was midweek. I did like Tuesday, Wednesday or something like that. Forgot about that. Yeah. And then I did at the weekend until uh, COVID hit. And then I had to get another day job. So yeah. anyway, that's what I did to begin with. Now I feel like I'm personally in a position where I've been DJing now for far, coming up to five years actually, which seems fucking crazy. crazy. Um, and I'm very lucky and blessed that I've got the most gigs I've ever had at the moment. So I could, I do have another job at the moment. And I'm gonna be looking at dropping that very shortly and doing. Don't say that. In case Why? They listen. Well, they're gonna listen if they want. What they're gonna do? I don't know. Shit themselves. Quick in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're lucky. What? What? You're making a lot more money in. <laughs> I'm not talking about. Money. I'm not talking about money. It's crass. But anyway, yeah. anyway, what you're saying is. Maybe instead ease of into it. easing, ease into lube it, lube yourself up with a part time. Is what I'm saying. It, like I said, I'm five years down the line, and now I feel like I'm in a comfortable enough position to I've drop any money. other to, to drop any other jobs that I may have in the background. Uh-huh. Whereas f- for five years, I had two jobs. Do you know what I mean? You work hard, to be fair. Yeah, and to to begin with, it is a scary leap because if you it's. You don't get sick pay. And no. if you don't turn up for that kid, you are not getting paid. Whereas if you've got a contract, you don't have contracts in place either for standard drag queen, standard DJ. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if a big promoter's booking you, you don't have contracts in place. If if like they pull out, they still don't owe you the money, whatever. But for your residency work, for your little local bar, you don't have contracts. You don't. But I also would say this is advice to any queen listening. Yeah. I, I'm not big time queen and I have contracts in place. Granted, not for me regulars. So all my regular I mean. venues where you see me. But if it's like a one-off night, yeah. a club appearance, a pride event, a private, a corporate, Wedding, whatever, things like blah, that, blah, yeah. blah, all of them have... And, and I, I always tell get a contract together, even if it's so basic. Yeah, I agree. I think easing yourself in is great. But one thing that I have 
thought of that I read in the letter was you're from a smaller town with not a lot of opportunity for work. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying move to Manchester because every son and the dog at the minute, I feel like every queen is moving to Manchester. It's becoming the New York of the, of, 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 of the UK. I feel like more, I see on Twitter all the time, like gays moving to Manchester from London. I feel like- It's Lon- so gay here. Yeah, London's getting a bit too expensive and I think the gays are like, come up north, everything's yeah. a bit cheaper. Yeah. And, and we need friendlier. more tops as well if anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but to your side- Move, you know, look at possibly moving to a bigger city to make your name. Mm-hmm. Birmingham's got a great drag scene. Yeah. London, Manchester, even really far up north, like bloody Glasgow and that. I've got yeah. good scenes with big, you know, a good good amount of venues. I think at the end of the day, if you're good, you will work. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I will say, I've not seen your drag. You've not even put your drag name on, so I can't even Google you. Yeah. But people will say that no matter what. I'm not saying you shit. Of course, now. Because yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. But people will say, no matter what you are, who you are, what you've done, that was great, that you're amazing. You ain't yeah. on drag you racing, look you look amazing. Beautiful. Oh yeah. my God. It's what happens. So you need to, you need to, and I, it's taken me a while. Mm. You know, I've done the job 10 years. You know, you, you learn to disassociate yourself a little bit with that because there is a lot of sycophants. What does that mean? Lickarse. It's a nice way of saying lickarse. <laughs> okay. I'm There's a lot you. of sycophants when you do drag because <laughs> okay. they like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with um, you. I think enter some drag competitions. Yeah. Get yourself out there. I know for a fact right now, Drag Idol UK is back. I was that I, I wanted to talk. Me. Yeah. I, I really. I, I had this in my notes to talk about, and I forgot. So thank you for bringing that up. It's all right. But yeah, Drag Drag Idol uh, 2022. Is back, 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 baby, and that I'd say that's when you got on the radar for yeah. like that. I'm my radar, I'm my radar, I'm my radar. <laughs> that's when that's when your drag career took off. I would Death say, out. yeah, because you won that competition. What year was it? Do you remember? 2015, 16? Yeah, about then, 2014, 15. And what do you actually win with that competition? So you win with that a gig in every venue that's taken part. So in my year, it was 15 shows from the top of the country to the bottom. Wow. Now, it sounds amazing. Now, it wasn't. It, the starting rate was like 250 quid a night, which at the time, I was like, I'd never earned that much in a night. Right. But, you know, you've got to travel. So, so I was some nights going from Glasgow to bloody, I don't know. South End on Sea. Right, okay. Spent yeah. 200 quid doing the travel. So it does it's, it, you know, people right. forget and you've got to have costumes, you've got to have tracks, you've got to have stuff to do. So it sounds like a lot, but actually when you whittle it down, it's not. But that's your starting fee on, on the cabaret. Definitely, yeah. And it can only go up and up and up from there. And the better you are, is this a bit crass? I don't know. I hate talking about money, but I'm trying to give good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for some people that might be like, I'm going to enter that actually. That's a, that's a fucking good idea. Well, there we go then. I think that, I think that's, I think that's fair enough. I think you yeah. can say no, what okay. the starting fee is. Absolutely. Um, anywho, and if you're from HMRC, that's what I still make. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's other competitions like The Crown is back, with it, which is a tuck shop what one. What the hell's The Crown? So, you know, tuck shop, promoter, theatre producer, merch. Yeah. They've got like a whole like roster of queens, because mm-hmm. it's got claws and all that from there. Uh, London-based Christopher Clegg is a producer and he's amazing, amazingly talented. Uh, he produced Death Drop the Play. Oh, yes. So they, that, yeah. so they produce tours and stuff as well. They've got their own drag competition. Called The Crown. Called The Crown. There's Manchester Heats coming and there's London Heats coming. Wow. So competitions are where it's at. That's going to put you on people's radar. That's going to give you a name. Now, if you don't want to make the leap into a big city, it depends what your drag is as well. 
people forget there's so many different routes of drag. I've said it before on the show. You can be an Instagram queen, and and each one of these is so valid, and can you you know you can be the tippy top of it. Ellis Atlantis, who I'm friends with, you might know from. Listen to me. Let me just pick that name up. <laughs> let me just pick that name up. Who, who else have a name dropped? Say bagger. Me and my celebrity friends. No, but she is my friend Ellis. She was on uh, Glow Up. Yes amazing makeup queen she is one of the top drag queens in this country and she do not leave her house no she doesn't she is online and her online presence is huge mungus yes huge mungus <laughs> <laughs> that's what people say about you when they see you walking down the street <laughs> um so you know there's different routes you can go down for me i'm on the cabaret scene which is traditionally traditional uk british queens that fill an hour's show 45 to 60 minutes live vocals live comedy however which way you want to mix that up for me i've been able to do a good career out of that working in a different city each night the travel is horrendous you're on your own a lot yeah you know it can be a fucking hard job and it is a hard job going thursday night blackpool friday night birmingham saturday night fucking london yeah. sunday manchester then the next week da, 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 da. it's you're constantly on the go you're always working opposite ends to what all your mates are working in yeah it's it's same for you with djing but i absolutely love it i wouldn't change it for the world i'm obsessed with my job it's it's given me so much i, I I honestly sometimes think I probably won't be here if it weren't for my job. Wow. Like in times of depression, yeah. my job's got me through. I love my job. It's an escapist for me. It's escapist for the for the audience. Mm-hmm. And I have really loyal people that come and watch it. And I would not put anyone off doing drag, but it is very hard. And it, at the minute, you can throw a pound down Canal Street and you'll fucking hit 15 drag queens before it hits the floor. Absolutely. I was going to say drag is booming at the moment, especially within the queer spaces. Um, and everybody wants to be a drag queen. I, oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just nuts. I remember when I started drag, no one wants to even shag a drag queen. <laughs> and now people... No one are... wants to touch you. You were like, eh, yeah. And now it's the complete opposite. You've I know. Got, you've got now proposition. I've got the manging out my ass. <laughs> Mid-song. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do? I Oh, stick it in. Um, but yeah, don't, don't let it be put off. The money issue, it will make it... It will make itself right if you work hard enough. You've got to work hard. People think drag is easy and it really isn't. It's a very vulnerable job. You stand in front of a room full of people and all of those people are judging you. And as queer people, we don't really like to be judged. I don't. and I'm, but then I put myself in a position to be judged all the time. Yeah, yeah. I hate it because it triggers me from a kid where no one liked me and I wanted to fit in, and that's deep. But that's the tea. You've got to be able to deal with that. You've got to be able to deal with negative comments as well as the positive, and really, you know, cement yourself and be strong and know who you are, know what your brand is. And honestly, I wish all me luck to you and anyone that wants to get into it. It's a wonderful, wonderful industry if you can do it well and do it right. But please don't think it's easy because it's not. And I'm not saying Adam thinks it's easy. No. But I know a lot of twinks that buy a human hair wig off AliExpress and a bodysuit and think, I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. And it's not that. You need the personality. You need the, what is it? Charisma, you need as nerve and talent. (laughs) Yes, baby. (laughs) You need to be a cunt. Right, my love, we've come to the end of the show and I just wanted to give a shout out to um, Ant and Declan at the weekend. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know you listen, boys. Um, drag, uh, RuPaul was on um, as the guest speaker. We had all three winners in the same room doing a performance at Cute. the same time for the first time. It was really cool. Ant and Declan looked amazing. We know that um, Raven did Ant and Ellis Atlantis, who we spoke about on this show, did Deck, and they both looked 
absolutely incredible. And also, just to shout out, they uh, one thing I loved about that is they were bringing drag to the forefront of Saturday Night Telly. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like, you know, historic. It's been done before, but it was done very well. I felt like it was done from two cis het straights very, very respectfully. Yeah. And it was a full team of queer people and queer artists that made it happen you had izzy's boutique who supplied the padding and the stuff we had crown jewels who supplied all the jewels christopher hardcastle costumer did all the costumes as we've just said ellis and raven you know what i mean and i love that all of those different independent queer artists and creatives and self-employed people put this and made them look as good as they look. Right, Put yeah. into this and got something back from it. Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. What a great platform for all of those people to have their work featured. And it's just why I wanted to mention them then, because obviously I see them on my Instagram and, and things like that. And I just think without drag being so mainstream, maybe those queer artists wouldn't have been able to do that. Have yeah. that platform. Yeah, it was so absolutely that's, incredible. That's the take-home I think people need to remember when they want to slag it off. Yeah, because I have seen people slagging it off and a lot of people in the queer community being like, oh, it's been done before, it's been done in that. But like, so what? Yeah, it, it may have been done before, but right now that was absolutely incredible what they've just done. And like you just said, they supported all these queer artists. And it was respectful. And yeah. also the attention to detail was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Nails, darling, breastplates, pads, heels. The wigs were incredible as well. Everything. Yeah. Spot and on. even the song, they got into it. Also, did you get onto what the drag names were? Yeah, so there was... Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, what is it? I can't remember now. So Deck was Donna Lee. Yeah, Donna Lee, that's it. Yeah, Deck and Donna Lee. Yeah. 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 And Mary Ant Twinette. Yeah. Is Ant. that what it was? It was something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it was camp, it was fun. Well done. We love Ant and Deck. Yeah, shout out to your boys. I know you're listening. Uh, this is a shout out to Ant and Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish the show. That was embarrassing. Let's end it there. Come on, press it. Come on, press it. Come on. Good Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Rob and James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and... For it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way. Just search the Euro Trip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 